Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the NFL podcast, Laces Out. Uh, myself and Paul have got a, a special guest in the form of Matthew Hurley. The two T's himself is here, and we're going to talk predictions, last week's games, the coming games, and basically anything that's going on in the NFL world. Join us on YouTube, iTunes, or SoundCloud, and become one of our lovely subscribers. You get a bonus if you're a subscriber, but you only find that out when you subscribe. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Laces Out podcast. Recording in progress. Well, there you go. It can only mean that it's one time of the week. And that time of the week is NFL football time. For you audio listeners, you can just hear my uh, dulcet tones. But there's not just me here. My more than glamorous co-host, Paul Williams, is present and correct. Good evening. And, he says, we've got a special guest. Long time, but certainly not first time. The man with not one but two T's to his name. It's Matthew. Two T's, Hurley. Welcome to you, sir. Thanks for joining us this fine evening. Hello. There he is. A few few audio listeners. Obviously, you'll be listening along. A few YouTube watchers. I need a haircut. So, uh, week nine. I actually know what week of the season it is. And uh, get your drinks ready, boys and girls, because uh, officially the season is nearly over because we've passed the halfway mark. Passed it earlier in in the in the games. Uh, we we passed the halfway mark of the season. So yeah, I mean it's time. It's probably time to start packing it all away at this point. Uh, it does mean we have got many games left, and we're here to talk about games of the week gone, games of the week to come. A little bit about fantasy. We won't dwell too much because it's probably painful for some of us. Uh, but <laughs> me, me and Paul can try and remember what we picked on our new scoring system. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, Paul, where's the best place to start? Well, the format over the previous couple of weeks... As everyone is more than familiar with now, is usually the guests will come on, give their season-long prediction for the Super Bowl and the MVP. But obviously, this is Matthew's second appearance of the season, so Two we don't need to do that. Appearances. But we will just we will just reiterate what his pick was. So Matthew has gone for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to face the Baltimore Ravens, with the the Buccaneers coming out top and Tom Brady being the MVP. He's also picked Kyler Murray to be this season's 
MVP for the regular season. So, well, I suppose we'd better just dive straight back into last week's game picks. I mean, from both myself, yourself, and the guest. Uh, this week, this week's games were. Uh, I, I, I what? I think this is the this is the week of what the fucks because, I mean, well, I, I, I've already said. Will anybody have broken double digits in the predictions this week? Did anybody look at the Jags versus the Bills and go, mm, Jaguars, yeah, they, they're definitely winning that game. i tell you what, the, the result didn't surprise me as much as the total points scored. Because if you just said Bills-Jags under, like, under 16 points, someone would have just said under two touchdowns, are you having a laugh? Uh, but yeah, especially the Bills. Exactly. Under 16 points just for the Bills, you'd have said, is probably a joke. Um, yeah. we'll, 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 get, we'll get into it right now. So, week nine, 14 games to pick from. Oh dear. Um, no one did better than half points. So the highest anyone got was 7 out of 14. But in last place... With five Ooh. out of 14 picks correct. It's everyone's favourite host, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mr. Andrew Cook. Jeez. I mean, usually I'd go through the teams that have let you down. All of them? Probably easier for me to just go through the teams that didn't let you down Two, this weekend. Two-thirds of the teams. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, you correctly picked the Colts, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Cardinals and the Steelers. Okay. And you had the the Ravens had to bail you out in overtime. Uh, I was struggling. Steelers, I was struggling with Steelers that. Only just held on. I was struggling with that so, one because fantasy wise, I needed the Vikings to get more points. <laughs> certainly two uh, two of the Vikings to get more points. Yeah, well, we'll we'll come on to that later. So yes, Andy with five out of fourteen picks for the week. The guest last week was Stuart Woodman C. And he got six out of the 14 picks correct. So congratulations, Stu. But again, just a terrible, terrible week for predictions. So by default, with seven out of 14 picks correct, a big pat on the back for Mr. Paul Williams getting himself another point in the predictions for this, this particular is week. ridiculous. Um, but yeah, just a... Just a total coupon buster week across the board, really. I mean, you had, like you said, you had the Bills getting turned over in, in Jacksonville, uh, the Raiders losing in New York. Uh, at time of recording, we'd all pick the Packers, and then obviously the day after we'd done the picks, the Aaron Rodgers situation came out, which I'm sure will be covered at some point during tonight's podcast. Uh so yeah, just a, the Dallas Cowboys getting beaten at home by the Broncos was just baffling. Uh, yeah, just a strange week. So for the season overall, after nine weeks, the guest has one point. Mr. Cook has two points, but extending his lead by one more point to six Jesus. is Mr. Paul Williams. Still all to play for, though. Still nine weeks left of predictions. It can all change. 
had to bring in the big guns. I had to get uh, I had to get Toops to come on just so that uh, I'd, I'd have some backup at trying to take a point off you this week. Because man, that's that's you know six of nine weeks getting that point there, Mister Williams. Congratulations to you, sir. Um, I mean that almost almost beautifully segues into talking about uh, a little bit of fantasy football. Why not? Um, Matthew, did you have a win this week? No. I'm on a four-game losing streak. We are uh, we're not very happy bunnies, shall we say. Oh, dear. Is it, is it maybe time for a change at head coach? Uh I don't know. Would you would you sack a two time champion? This fucking guy. Well you had to get it in, didn't he? You had to get it in. We'll just get rid of the we'll just get rid of the GM. Yeah, that that'll make more sense. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll, yeah, let you, I'll let you break the news to her then when you're uh, when you're bringing me uh, you know. I'm hoping to I'm hoping to get the W this weekend though. Like end the streak. So. Who is uh, who is your opponent this week, Matthew? I think it's you, isn't it? <laughs> it, it almost certainly is me, and we all know how that works out when it comes to fantasy. So, yeah, in, yeah enjoy your enjoy your win. That'll be tainted in some way by <laughs> a kicker who gets recalculated to have taken his kick from two yards further back to give him an extra point or something like that. Oh, the memories. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, did did that not happen at some point? I seem to think there was there, there was definitely a recalculation at some point, or I got a fumble or an interception taken away from me or attributed to me or something. Like yeah, that. Those, those those Monday slash Tuesday morning recalculations were always amazing. Uh, and he's the, and he's the commissioner as well, and he can't fudge it himself. Uh, you, you would have thought, you would have thought I'd have just gone in and just. Recalculated the recalculation, yeah. but no, sadly not. Can't do it. Can't do it. And there we no, go. Um, Paul. Yes, Andrew. Did, did you have a win this week? I think you know fully well that I didn't have a win this week, Andrew. No. <laughs> and why is that? Uh, because a trade didn't go through <laughs> in time. <laughs> so. For those, obviously, who aren't involved in our fantasy league, and therefore probably don't care, Jim, Andy has, uh, has initiated a trade where he will send James Cullen to uh, Mr. Mr. James Forrester Gray's team. I did not do that. For Robert Woods and, I believe, an inferior backup running back, maybe Tuba Hubbard. Uh, Boston Scott, I think. Boston Scott, that's the guy. So, in his last week on The Cookie franchise, Mr. Connor decides to basically just drop a huge turd on my chest and score 34 points. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of regretting that trade now. Uh, I did not initiate the trade. The trade was put to me. I perused, reviewed and eventually accepted said trade. Uh, it did not go through before game time, and that was the result. Uh, it did, it did, however, 
cement my position as the Middlesbrough of fantasy football by taking on much better teams and winning, but week in, week out, going up against other teams and getting absolutely destroyed. So, so there we go. So what you think it is that you'll be resorting back to type this week is basically what you think. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I imagine when the, when the stats mistress gets her uh, massive fantasy um, and uh, absolutely goes to town on the cookies team, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be business as usual. I will firmly keep the, the bottom of the table warm in case anybody wants to come and join me. Um, but, you know, I think I might have had two wins this season. It's, uh, it's, lon- it's lonely at the bottom, boys, that's all I'll say. So, <coughs> fantasy football-wise, you two gentlemen are up against each other. And as I've alluded to, the stats mistress is going to absolutely destroy me in fantasy this week. Uh, so that'll be nice in our house on uh, Sunday night. So, as we're still in the in the th- in this half of the podcast where we talk about last week, um, I believe Paul might have uh, jumped all over one of the stats um, talking talking about aforementioned James Connor, uh, but. There are stats. The stats mistress, injury, injured, but uh, not not down and out. Torn ACL, out for the season. Um, they're saying she could return for next season, but it's uh, she might actually be back for playoffs. But I mean, by then, let's face it, this team ain't going to the playoffs. So, uh, but what she can do, she can do this. And she gets in, in contact with uh, Nate Davis, who I believe, Paul, if I'm wrong, uh, has suffered a severe concussion in the last week and is also out for the season. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as that, but uh, I believe he, he I believe he does uh, have some form of um, yeah so, something wrong with him. I think. Something on, something see. came up in the last week as uh, a player listed. Uh, as to, as being put on uh, the the injury list, and it was Nate Davis. We were like, "What?" But but will he still be able to do the stats? The answer is yes. He has. Uh, oh, here we go. Look, there he is. Concussion did not practice for the Tennessee Titans. Not sure he should be uh, play playing on a Sunday or a Monday or a, even a Thursday, and then doing the stats. Monday morning, Tuesday morning, but hey, who am I to argue? Um, possibly not the same person, but Nate Davis has put together a big old pile of stats, and then the stats mistress does a, a Scrooge McDuck off the diving board and roots through all of the uh, those stats to bring us the, the absolute cream of the stat crop. So here we go with week 9 NFL 2021 season stats. I'm going to tee things off, then I'm going to hand over to our guest, and then, how do I say this without making it sound rude, Paul will finish you off. Uh, first, first stat of week 9 is this. 
Get your glasses out, kids. Uh, halfway through the season, and Sunday was the first day in nearly a decade when four teams, the Bills, the Raiders, the Cowboys, and the Packers, in first place as late as week nine, lost to opponents with 0.500 or worse records. Number two, Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. 356 yards passing, three total touchdowns, got back on track following two poor games as the Bolts outlasted the Philadelphia Eagles 27-24 and reclaimed the first place in the AFC West. Uh, and what is probably my last stat for the week, number three. Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold, formerly of the New York Jets, lofted three interceptions, including a pick six in a 24-6 defeat against the Patriots that dropped Carolina 4-5 and five out of the wildcard position in the NFC. So there you go. Matthew, are you picking up where, where, what I'm putting down? Okay, so the second-year Browns wide receiver, Donathan Peoples-Jones, provided the big play, Quartinet? Quartinet? No idea what that means. Quotient, maybe? Yes. Quotient. Big play quotient. OBJ never did in 2021. Peoples-Jones' 60-yard touchdown snatch Sunday against the Bengals ultimately proved decisive as Cleveland, 5-4, and four, crept back above 0.5. Arizona running back James Conner churned out 173 total yards and the personal best three touchdowns on a day when Murray and wide receiver DeHondre Hopkins hamstring in brackets weren't available. No matter, as Connor's undermanned cards bumped the San Francisco 49ers 31-17 to become the league's first 8-1 team while reclaiming the number one seed in the NFC. 49ers. Um, Packers quarterback Jordan Love, the team's first round pick in 2020, looked every bit a de facto rookie at Arrowhead Stadium while filling in for Aaron Rodgers. Love, 19 for 34 and 119 yards, a touchdown and an interception, couldn't move the offence effectively against a 28th-ranked Chiefs defence and hardly resembled a guy potentially ready to take over from Rodgers in 2022. As the pack fumbled away, top spot in the NFC, 10 days after claiming it in Arizona. Over to you, Paul. Thank you very much, sir. I will just bring said stats up on my system. We will start with the Raiders didn't have much luck replacing the deep speed. Wow. Of wide receiver Henry Ruggs III. He's facing five charges, including one count of driving under the influence, resulting in death in their 23-16 road loss to the Giants. Silver and black receivers averaged 9.9 yards per catch in defeat, maybe three shy of the team's seasonal average. 
despite throwing for 249 yards and a pair of touchdowns in his first start since in uh, sorry his first start in two years, Trevor Simeon couldn't keep the Saints rolling in the aftermath of quarterback James Winston's torn ACL. New Orleans didn't score in the first half, and it's normally stout defense faltered against the Falcons. Who would have imagined? Not a single touchdown would be scored in Jacksonville's 9-6 upset of Buffalo. For the Jaguars, it was their first win on United States soil since September 13th, 2020. Week 1 of last season. It also marked the first time in history a player named Josh Allen, Jaguars, sacked a player named Josh Allen, Bills, it's alright, it's alright, because we never heard a single mention of it. Not said a word. For good measure, there was the, it was the first time that a player named Josh Allen, Jaguars, picked off a player named Josh Allen, the Bills. It was also the first time ever a player named Josh Allen, Jaguars, got a football recovery from a player called Josh Allen, Bills. In Vince Vince McMahon's dining room right now, they're like, "Who, who keeps knocking? And Vince is just sat at the table like that. Oh, it's, it's stuff you'll see. And finally, first time ever, my fucking foot. And finally, maybe Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson, two hundred and sixty-six yards passing and three touchdowns, one hundred and twenty yards rushing, is back at the forefront of the MVP conversation. He tied Michael Vick for the most career hundred-yard rushing games by a quarterback with ten, and Jackson became the first quarterback to throw three touchdowns and rush for at least hundred yards on separate occasions. He's also the only one to surpass 600 rushing yards in each of his first four seasons. Just have a quick check to see if anyone's picked him for a a season MVP. It's not ringing a bell. Stu Woodmansey, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, season MVP. Anybody who listens... Anybody who listens to the, a little bit about uh, this NFL likes you. Anybody who listens to the football podcast will know if there is one man to uh, be able to correctly predict something that's going to happen in a football game. You want to be talking to your man Stuart there because he knows what's going on. I mean, you know, let's not talk talk about this week, but anyway. So that is week nine in the books, and the book is closed. They are now the history books. Boom, right there. History in the making. What that means is that we're moving swiftly on to week 10. That's that. Oh, whatever that. Matt knows how to do it. Um, So, each week we like to get in what we think is going to happen in the upcoming games. And then we uh, send them in, in a funnel sort of method through to Paul who then puts them all in the book and then does the magic of looking at 
those picks and finding where the holes are and finding where his next point is coming from in the uh, host versus guest prediction picks. Uh, Matthew is this week's guest and he gets a big old juicy pick. Uh, our other guest for the week should have been the stats mistress, but uh, well, as we know, injury. Uh, so, Paul, anything standing out as a as a complete insanity pick this week? Not really, Andrew. We're, uh, we're in one of those. I think we're in another one of those weeks where the games pretty much pick themselves for the majority. <coughs> excuse well, me. Bless you. Whereas for the first five games of the week that I have written down in the book, personally, we've each picked the same teams. So we've each gone for the Ravens over the Dolphins, the Browns over the Patriots, the Bills over the Jets, the Bucks over the Washington football team, and will be happy, and the Cowboys over the Falcons. Our first difference of opinion comes in the Saints-Titans game, where both myself and you, Andy, have gone for the Saints to bounce back, whereas... Mr. Hurley, he has uh, obviously seen something there with the Titans without Derrick Henry and uh, fancies them for the win. Next up, we have the Jags at the Colts. Again, both myself and Andy have gone for the Colts. Obviously, uh, Matthew is convinced that the Jags have turned the corner and are, and are going to win. Every, they're going to win every game for the rest of the season, apparently, and just going to sneak into the playoffs. Come on, have a man. Uh, we've then all gone for the Steelers to beat the hapless Lions, or the Detritus Lions, as my friend dubbed them <laughs> the other day. A uh, little difference of opinion in the vikings Chargers game. You'll all be shocked to hear that both me and Andy have gone for the Chargers, and, and uh, Matthew is out on his own on Vikings Island. Do you know something? That was actually a tough pick for me, and I ummed and ahed and ummed and ahed, and I was like, Vikings though... They're a, they're a, they're they're that team. They're the team that you put down to, you know, like ah, oh, they're gonna they're gonna lose this game, and then they just you know they just shit out the house their way to a win. Um, but so in the end, I did uh, I did go Chargers. Then we've got some more consensus picks. We've all gone for the Cardinals over the Panthers. The Broncos over the Eagles and the Packers over the Seahawks, who will have Russell Wilson back, apparently. Yes, yes, he is. Re- he is returning. Um, but I always, I always think week one returning from injury. I don't, I don't care who you are. You know, you've had a few weeks out of the game. You've been injured. It all adds up to not a great return. It'll take him a week. It'll take him a couple of weeks to get back up to speed. I'd imagine. Uh, last two games of the week, we had the Chiefs at the Raiders. Uh, both myself and Matthew have gone with the Chiefs to get the win, whereas Andy thinks the Raiders will bounce back. And even the 49ers fan doesn't fancy his team to get a result on the Monday Night Football against the Rams, as we've all picked the Rams to what can only be described as. Smash the top of the uh, the forty nine. Wow! So, my friends, is your week's picks done and dusted? Um, myself and Paul have been working through uh, a 
It's it's by no means a replacement scoring system, uh, but a system where we can have just a little bit of fun week in, week out. Uh, it's not quite ready for human consumption yet, uh, mostly because I, I think, gun to our heads, we probably couldn't remember what we picked this week so that we could sort of, you know, work it through. And it is designed to be something that probably should start before week one and work all the way through the season. I had it in my head that we were going to basically do the rest of the season. And what we might do is do some, like, offline uh, stuff, try and try and have another week of working it through and then see if we can do the rest of the season. Um, seven seven weeks, six weeks sort of, sort of thing. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, feels very much like we've flown through it there. Uh, anything, anything you boys want to cover off? Overly... Nothing, nothing major. I suppose the the Aaron Rodgers thing was a bit crazy, and the fact that he, uh, when asked if he was vaccinated against the uh, the virus, he said he was immunised. So technically, didn't lie, but also didn't tell the truth. Naughty, naughty, Aaron. Naughty, naughty. But yeah, other than that, nothing really much from me. Matthew, anything from you? No, nothing from me. Well, there we go. A bite-size NFL football podcast. Just a little tiny taste. Sometimes it just flows and you get through it and you get you out the door. Hit those showers early. Uh, From me to you, Matthew, big thank you for taking time out of your evening to come and join us and to provide this week's guest picks. Uh, Big thank you from me to my co-host for uh, steering the bus. And a big thank you from me to all of you for taking time out of your busy lifestyles to check in with us and uh, what we think is going to happen in week 10 of the 2021 NFL season. Thank you to you gentlemen for joining me. Thank you to you lovely people. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Thank you to Matt for joining us. And hopefully you can take some wonderful points. If not you, then maybe me away from the juggernaut that is Paul. If you're checking us out, you can also subscribe no matter where you get your podcasts. It would be amazing if you did. And uh, you can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. It's little, but it's mighty. It's got all the links you need to get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.